0: The listeners of the Bulldog and Friends podcast know that we support Saving Innocence, an anti-human trafficking agency focused on recovering child victims of sex trafficking. The book, Men Fight for Me, written by Baff Regular and Leland 81 alum, Alan Smith, who runs Saving Innocence, is available for purchase. It's a book for everyone, but with a special emphasis and challenge to the male audience. Pick up this book today at www.fightforme.net.
1: Hi, my name is Todd Buller, and I've lived a blessed life. And I'm so excited to share my friends with you. And that's why we created Bulldog and Friends. It is the episode three a bath. That's right. We've been waiting for a little while. These people, when you have people, guests like this on your show, you got to wait for them. And uh, I'll tell you right now, it's going to be a great show. I can't wait for this to get out. Let me tell you a little bit about our guests today. Uh, Wife, mother, Valley Christian alumni, teacher with laser focus, husband, dad, breaker, rapper, teacher and pastor. It can only be bath universe. Get ready. Christina and Nate Holdridge, how you guys doing? Oh, man, what an introduction. Yeah, I love it. Thanks, Coach. Great guests, great intro.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're doing good, man. We're so excited to be on the Bulldog and Friends podcast and honored to, to be with you. We had so much fun, you and me and Kathy over in Israel. Christina missed out on that one, but it was just such a blast hanging out in the Holy Land together. And uh, stoked to hang out with you here, too.
1: Yeah, it's great. Christina, how you (laughs) doing?
0: I'm doing good. I'm excited that I just, I get to represent VCHS right now.
1: I know, I know. (laughs) There are a lot of VCHS alumni. Uh, Most of my brothers, all of his kids went there. My uh, sister-in-law works there. So, yes, you have a big, you'll have a big following. You'll get big ratings for that. Wow. all right let's jump into this this is a question from the first season but i thought it would be good for you guys too christina we'll start with you favorite actor or actress
0: yeah after giving this some thought i think it's amy adams Ooh. yeah so i'm a big fan I, I i don't think i've seen like everything she's ever done but everything i've ever seen her do big fan from yeah, i love her she's great
1: so oh, many different type
0: yeah, roles. Yeah, yeah. She just... What was that one that we just saw she, recently? Babe? Is she
2: the one that did "Hillbilly Elegy"?
0: Yes, the "Hillbilly Oh my Elegy.
2: gosh! Yeah, yeah, she's so good.
0: Yeah. So, but she's all over the place. She did the Muppets. She did Enchanted. Then she did "Hillbilly Elegy." She's done rom coms. She's done serious stuff. Yeah. Big fan. Plus,
1: she was the purse girl in the office. That's right. That's right. Season <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> she was Amelia Earhart too.
0: Oh, I haven't seen Whoa. that.
1: Oh, uh she was Amelia Earhart in what was the one?
0: Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Night of the museum. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah. I have seen that. That's right. Yeah. And he, what about you?
2: All right, coach. I gotta break it into the male-female category. Okay, good. I love it. Everything in my heart wants to go with Liam Neeson as my male actor, but if I'm being honest, it's Jack Black.
1: Oh, good. I love
2: it. I love it. I love Jack Black. I I mean, obviously, I love School of Rock, Nacho Libre, Kung Fu Panda, all that stuff. But have you ever seen him in Bernie? Oh, my gosh. He's basically this undertaker in Bernie. Have you ever seen him in The the Polka King?
1: No. Oh, my gosh.
2: It's a deep cut, but it's... (laughs) It's good, and I realized I I was looking him up the other day. I discovered he's going to be Bowser in the new Mario movie. I did see that.
1: Yes, I did see that. This
0: is I differ a lot in movie (laughs) taste. Yeah, Jack Black might be one of my least favorites.
2: So I have to watch these movies by myself. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's all
1: right. Good thing for Netflix. Female
2: category, I'm going Emily Blunt. Oh, that if anything she's in she's so good she's so talented she can go sicario quiet place mary poppins i know i mean
1: skills i love it very her. good very good nobody said uh, will smith so we're good on that So we are airing after the oscars that was unfortunate <laughs> and we're just gonna leave that over there okay This is a good one. I I I like this one because there are a lot of funny moments, and you guys are both funny people. So funniest moment you can remember from a TV show or a movie, just one that you just see and just cracks you up. So Nate, go with you. Sure. One of my favorite
2: movies, probably top five of all time, is the Lego Movie, the original Lego Movie, and one of my favorite characters in that movie is Benny, the astronaut. And there's a scene where they're trying to infiltrate lord business's headquarters and he's from the 80s he's an 80s astronaut he just can't deal with modern technology and he's trying to tell the computer to disable the shields and every time he says it they just get it wrong like alexa or siri does now (laughs) did you say and then finally the pirate guy metal beard comes in and says something like disable yon shield or whatever and the computer's like disabling the shield his exasperation in that moment he goes what i just i feel that moment so hard that i i feel like i've been benny a million times
1: i love it all right christina how about you
0: okay mine is an animated feature as well and has to do with technology. So this is funny because we didn't talk about our answers ahead of time or anything, but this is for me too. It took a minute to think about it, but I have to tell you, I don't know if anybody that is listening to this right now has ever watched the one, it was a one-time series that Disney put out called Forky Asks a Question. And-
1: <laughs> I, I haven't watched, And I am a Disney lover. I have not watched it, but I, I will. I'll go back.
0: It's a special kind of genre of humor, but it got me. And there was an episode called uh, Forky asks us a question. What is computer? And he just struck Forky's from Toy Story. So. The oh, yeah. That's Toy Story. So Forky is like trying to understand something. He's asking a rhinoceros what to explain what a computer is. But the funniest part is that he's been overhearing a whole bunch of British television which I also love British TV, so he keeps coming up with these answers that are like British lingo to try to understand computers, and he's getting it all wrong, and I have probably watched it a hundred times. Like, I could watch it over and over again. It's so funny.
1: I love it. I love it. Then those things just stick with you. You're right. You can just, they make you laugh every time. It's not just one time. It's every time. And
2: the family gets that like thing where you just, you can quote it to each other just randomly and you all just start busting up.
1: Exactly. Oh, exactly. That's great. All right. Here's a good one. If you could be one fictional villain, who would you be and why? Christina, we'll start with you. Fictional villain. It could be anything, books or movies or television, whatever.
0: Yeah. Okay. I got to be honest with you. I don't like villains. There's nothing. uh, There's not, I couldn't think of one villain that I'm like, oh, like deep down inside, there's this little, I just I'm too like black and white. I never like the villains. But my daughter helped me to think of this. <laughs> I could, if you can categorize the heffalumps in Winnie the Pooh, if you can say <laughs> they're villains because they're trying to take his honey and they're like in his dreams and they're just innocent, not doing any that's that's yeah. it. The heffalumps.
1: <laughs> the last yeah the last uh, that's a good one the last episode we did uh the last season I was interviewed and that was a question and I didn't have a villain either I don't like villains I don't like I don't, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a hero kind of guy I want to see the good guys uh prevailed but that's a good one okay all right Nate. basically like an LSD trip or something that you were just saying
0: <laughs> <make> people happy <laughs> for a moment I mean at least well not really The heffalumps didn't make him happy though
2: Vader yeah. I mean Lord Vader, it'd just be incredible to feel the surge of the force like that. I was thinking a little bit about sh- the shark from Jaws, though. If that wouldn't that be cool? Be a great white shark, for it would be a little be. bit freaking people out, but yeah, Vader definitely. He's my favorite character of all time, so so <laughs> what, conflicted. There's good in there, you know.
1: What's your greatest Vader scene? What's a scene that you just Because I have one that's just unbelievable, I think.
2: I mean, obviously in the originals, there's so many great scenes. But for me, a scene that really stands out, I love the way they produce the scene at the end of Rogue One, where they're escaping with the plans to the original Death Star. And Vader comes out of that death chamber just with the red saber. Oh, man, they nailed that scene.
1: I agree. That scene is a jaw-dropping scene for me. I oh, just yeah. like that. Is Vader and all his power? Yep. Yeah. Uh, good strength. one. The pinnacle. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right. Here, here's some good questions, some thinking questions. If you could go back in time to one moment, where would you go and why? Christina, we'll start with you.
0: All right. I didn't think of a moment. I just thought of a time. And it would be when my my girls have three daughters. They're all teenagers now, older teenagers almost, but I would just love to go back to any minute when they were like one, three, and five, that was just a classic time of life, two, four, six, or one, three, five. It was just such a classic time of life. Always laughing, always, I don't know, just, it was sweet. So that's it.
1: I love that one. That's great. Yeah. Those are just moments. What about you, Nate?
2: I was thinking about this one, not so much in just like my own life. I would love to go back to when the kids were little like that, but just, I was thinking about just a moment that has happened. So honestly, for me, I, not to get all Jesus-y on it, but I thought, man, the resurrection, like nobody got to actually see the moment of the (laughs) resurrection. (laughs) How cool would that be to be like just there in the tomb, like, all right, it's going down right now. (laughs)
1: That would be great. Yeah, that was mine. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. This is one that we've used a couple times now, and I think it's a good one because it has, it really makes you think a little bit. So who is the most inspirational person in your life? And Nate, we'll start with you.
2: Yeah. I just, in thinking about this one, I don't know that this was like my gut reaction, but if I just think about what I'm doing with my life today, the things that guide me, the principles that I adhere to, what I spend a bulk of my time doing professionally. I have to say my dad is the most inspirational person in my life. I'm basically living his life in a lot of ways. I'm pastoring the church that he started. I'm doing what he did and being a Bible teacher and not even just like doing it, But a lot of guys will maybe do what their father did, but in a totally different way. And there's definitely things that I do that are different from him. But a lot of those core like principles and philosophies that he was about, I believe in them also. So he must have gotten through at some point where I thought, yeah, old man knows what he's talking about. I want to do it that way, too. So I think it's got to be my dad.
1: Yeah, it was a great, your podcast with you and your dad was really good. I that's listened fun. to that and I just thought, wow, that's great. I mean, and you can really see him and you and him. I mean, there was such a direct correlation. So that's a great one. Christina, what about you?
0: Yeah, I'm not good with superlatives, Todd. Okay. I'm not good at having to pick a moment <laughs> the best, but if I did, I'm not being corny here, but it would be Nate. That's good. So, Yeah, it was. All right. I think it's because he, one of many reasons, but one of them is just that he does not, he is always growing. He is always like trying to get better, whether it's like a practical thing or like a spiritual thing, a character issue or like a hobby, it doesn't matter. It's just that he is always pursuing growth and it's just, it's really inspirational. So.
1: Or yeah yeah and the thing. lifting yes Nate yes the lifting physical growth I thought you <laughs> would <were leading> that. <laughs> think that's great and Very I think true. you can see that in your guys's marriage too and uh, when people talk about you guys you can just see that you guys respect and love each other so much that's a cool thing that is and uh, we need more of that in the world that's for sure okay three people in history start with you Nate to have dinner with who and why We might have froze Nate a little oh, bit. Yeah, it's All okay. Right. Oh, he's just thinking. He was in deep
2: thought right deep there thought. and now he's back. Okay. I have to go with my three are Jesus, Paul the apostle, mm. and from the Old Testament, Ezra. Mm. So, my reasons are Jesus, do I need a reason? No reason. Yeah. Okay. Paul because I mean the theology just the mind on that guy. But then I picked Ezra because uh, he's a guy in the Bible that I really relate to. Like he, he spent so much time like thinking about scripture, studying it, writing about it, teaching about it. And that's what I do a lot of. So I'd love to pick his brain.
1: That's cool. I thought you might say Nehemiah too. Yeah, just the, the study man. we've been in, and just yeah. I, 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 it it seemed when we were when you were giving the that that teaching on the steps there. I just thought when you were doing that, I just thought wow, this is fabulous. So that's a great one, Christina. What about you?
0: Okay, mine are all over the place. Um, Good. Abraham Lincoln. I just that guy is so fascinating to me. I'm I'm doing I homeschool my eighth grader, and we're doing U.S. history and learning about Abraham Lincoln again, and I'm just blown away by him. I'm fascinated by him. And so I would love to have a meal with Abraham Lincoln. I would love to have a meal with my great grandmother who never got to meet her. And she immigrated to the United States from Czechoslovakia. But it was like a time of political turmoil. And she had to go into hiding and then escape and then get on a boat in the dark and this whole thing. But I would just love to hear the story like from, the, from her mouth, like what it was like and then what coming to America was like. A just a really fascinating story. So I would love to have a meal with her. And then there's a missionary, Helen Rosevere, who just lived a single missionary, served the people in the Congo for like her whole life. And she just has a fascinating story. So I think I would love to have a meal with her.
1: That's great. Those are great ones. All right, here's one. Again, Christina's already talked a little bit about, about Nate, but I'm going to give you one word. Just one word and then you can talk about it afterwards, but one word that describes Nate.
0: Disciplined. Discipline. Yep.
1: Disciplined. And why disciplined?
0: I mean, <laughs> it's like a it's almost like a joke among anybody who knows him. Like everything he does, he is just he's so disciplined. Like whether it's like how many books he wants to read in a year, whether it's a commitment that he makes to a way of eating, whether it's his pattern of his quiet times, whether it's his exercise, it's like everything about this guy is so disciplined. So yeah, that's my word for him.
1: I got a feeling that that came a little bit, it may have came from the Holy spirit there because I do remember Nate, maybe not the word I would have used was discipline when I knew him in high school, but that's, Hey, you know what? That's a phenomenal way that God changes us. Right. And makes whatever we are and brings it out. So that's, I love it. I love it. Okay, I
2: I think about that all the time, coach. Man, if I had this kind of discipline when I was 15 years old, I could have just applied that to all the
1: sports teams I was so much better than I did. That's good. You've got it now. All right. And then, uh, Nate, uh, one word, describe Christina. It's a family
2: program, so keep it it (laughs) G-rated, but
1: I'll go
2: unflappable. Oh, I love it unflappable. If you've ever seen my wife in moments that are chaotic, it's her heart rate slows down. She's one of those people. Like Mm -hmm. I, I panic. I freak out. Her heart rate slows down. She's so calm. It's like she can deal with trauma, chaotic, hectic situations. She's just unflappable, unmovable, solid. And I've seen her do that with raising our girls and dealing with me. I mean, she's talking about me like a solid disciplined kind of person, but between the two of us, I'm way more emotional than she is. I can get pretty melancholy, I can get depressed or sad, you know, or angry, it's but go to emotion for me. And so she's dealing with me and then we have three daughters mm-hmm. and I I know some people who have daughters that like don't cry very often or whatever, but there's not a day that goes by where there's not tears in our house. Somebody's well. weeping over something and to see her, she's so solid and just like dealing with, all right, what's the issue now? What are you going through now? She's just, she's the rock in our household for sure. So
1: unflappable. That's a great one. And, and so needed, right? I mean, and you're homeschooling your girls and all the things that you do and, taking care of nate and everything i mean incredible that's uh, fantastic all right our last question is what's on tap for the Holdridges? what because the girls are getting older and they're gonna go off to school and do stuff and life will they'll have their lives and then what about you guys what are you thinking uh either one Christina, what do you think of your wise? Oh,
0: well, you're yeah, you're tapping into some of it. I mean, what's on tap for our family? We're sending off our firstborn in the fall. Wow. England, more than likely. So that's a big uh, deal for us. That's like a family affair. The first kid to, to leave the house and uh-huh. all of that. So that's a big deal that was the first thing that kind of came to my mind. but as far as me or our as us we're just yeah we're we're starting to take those first steps into what's life outside of kids or so I'm starting a little bit of work now just a few hours kind of thing so yeah but nothing too exciting. I think the bigger news is that we're sending off our first to college.
1: That's great that's that is exciting too. Yeah, that's Nate. What, what I about you? Say.
2: Yeah, same thing. It's kid launching season, so the next six or seven years, it's just going to be a lot of those decisions, helping them figure out where do they want to go, what do they want to be, and then helping them take those next steps. And then, of course, I mean, it'll be probably five or six years for our last one to take that first step out of the nest. But then there's all the subsequent steps after that the professional decisions they are making relationship decisions all that kind of stuff so helping them get out of the nest and then us like figuring out how life is going to look after that. I mean, we're sad about it for sure because we have a good thing going with them. We love
1: spending time with them, but we're real thankful too. Hey guys, it has been so great to have you on. It's been fun and I, I think it's a good insight for people, the bath world to see you guys and thank you guys for being on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, coach.
2: Thanks for having us. Thanks for doing everything you're doing for our community, man. Just
1: You've you, you've been killing it for years, just being a light out there. So thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Hey, as we end the show, just want to talk a little bit to everybody in the Bath Universe about saving innocence. I'm actually wearing the shirt today. Unbelievable uh, work that they're doing. These women in the inner cities, coming alongside these young ladies and uh, who are caught in sex slavery and trafficking and it's just this horrible thing it's really the horrible thing that needs to stop in our lifetime it just is uh i don't know a lot of different communities are dealing with this but it is so prevalent in our inner cities and uh thank alan smith and the group of people that are working with him in la and doing that so again go to savinginnocence.com take a look at the website if you can help financially great if you could help by prayer great whatever you can do to help this this cause that this real plight on our our society that needs to end so again we want to thank nate and christina they were great today and just remember saving innocence.com take a look at that we'll see you next week and remember we used to say it's thursday but now it really is any day of the week but once a month we're going to get on here and we're going to have a bath and we're going to have a great time